0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the
1: Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. Heads up, Richie's. Today's episode mentions sexual assault, and we also swear. Please be advised.
0: So, Arisha, I think it's safe to say that Hollywood really is a town run on very old traditions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the most long standing traditions is handing out trophies to actors who already have most of the things they could possibly ever want. Yep,
1: that all checks out. The weird thing <laughs> is, they're never wearing basketball shorts when they're getting these trophies. That is the weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to officially
0: kick off this year's award season, the Golden Globe nominations were announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Winners will be crowned in January when the award show is once again televised, which is also news.
1: Yeah, it's just everywhere you turn, news, news, news. Because <laughs> uh, NBC last year refused to broadcast the awards because of a boycott against the group behind the Golden Globes. That group is called the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, aka HFPA. Mm -hmm. Um, And NBC refused to broadcast this because of the HFPA's utter lack of diversity. Mm -hmm. And so now HFPA is getting another shot. But after yesterday's nominations, it looks like (laughs) still missing the mark by a mile. Yeah,
0: like... (laughs) I'm not
1: surprised ever. Unfortunately, uh, here's the thing: like, <laughs> like we started off with this episode saying, like, Hollywood loves old traditions, and old it. traditions, HFPA is like, we're married to them, and we're never yep. divorcing them. Yeah. Ugh. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Zifrin, and I'm Arisha Skidmore Williams.
0: It's Tuesday, December thirteenth, and you're listening to Rich and Daily. So when it comes to award shows, I feel like the Golden Globes are kind of like the fun, messy cousin to the Oscars and the Emmys. Like, you just Mm -hmm. never know what's Mm going to happen. And last year, things got a little bit too messy. Messy enough for NBC to pull the plug on televising the ceremony. Mm -hmm. This happened after a Hollywood boycott followed some not-so-great revelations about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which is, like we said, the group that runs the Golden Globes. So there was a widespread internal investigation that revealed there was not a single Black voter Mm -hmm. in the HFPA. Which is just ridiculous. And then there was a separate report that revealed that the HFPA collected almost $2 million in outside payments and gifts, Mm -hmm. which is basically alleging that Mm -hmm. it was possible people literally bought their nominations. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Um, and now after a year off the air, the Golden Globes are coming back to NBC in
1: January. Yeah, all of these allegations, at least for me, I was just like, Yeah, of course. That's I know of course.
0: It's not surprising. I know this surprises me. me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the Los Angeles Times last year exposed the HFPA's controversial history in an extensive piece, which they published at the beginning of 2021. And because of that report. A bunch of platforms, including Netflix, Amazon, Warner Media, they all announced that they would be boycotting the awards. And then NBC was like, Well, we're not getting any money, so we're gonna cancel this show's broadcast.
0: Yeah. I love that these networks and these like companies were like, Oh, they're so bad. We're so good. Mm-hmm. And we're like, um, are you? See, that's so- Hollywood, is
1: like you just hope somebody comes out and gets in trouble before you yeah. do, so you can just yeah. pretend like you're on the high road. So you
0: can grandstand. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So As a response to these claims that the voting board lacked diversity, the HFPA ended up adding 21 new members, six of whom are Black.
3: Mm -hmm. And they
1: say that they're going to bring a similar sized group this year. And so now we have the Golden Globes, which are back on NBC (laughs) next year, January 10th, for its 80th year. Mm. And they're going to be hosted by Gerard Carmichael, who is a Black gay comedian. Now, he's the first Black host of the Globes. And let me <laughs> remind you, I just said this is their 80th year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 80 years. Come on. Um, and just yesterday, the nominations were announced by actors Salinas Leva and Mayan Lopez.
2: Best director, motion picture. James Cameron, Avatar, The Way of Water. Daniel Kwan, Daniel Schneidt, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Baz Luhrmann, Elvis. Martin McDowell, The Banshees of Inishirin. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans.
0: So if you're listening and you're thinking, wow, what a sausage fest. You are not alone. Mm -mm. Even though the people behind the Golden Globes say that they're trying to be more inclusive this year, they are now being criticized for not including any female directors
1: in the category, which happens a lot. Maybe they were just being inclusive of different heighted men. (laughs) Was that what they were thinking? They misunderstood inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the list of women directors who many feel were snubbed include Sarah Polly for her film Women Talking, Gina Price Bythewood for The Woman King, and Chinoe Chuku for her film Till. Now, this is not a surprise. This is just one of those things that it's like, of course, of course not. Yeah. We say more inclusivity and we get a bunch of men. Um <laughs> The Golden Globes just does not have a great track record when it comes to nominating female directors. Right. In the history of the Golden Globes, so again, 80 years, Mm -hmm. only nine women have been nominated for directing, with only three actually winning. Wow. One of my favorite Golden Globe moments was when Natalie Portman presented the category in 2018 and said, And here are the all-male nominees. (laughs) Oh, man. I love her for that.
2: Natalie Portman just
1: (laughs) has no fucks to give. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: So Helen Hona, who's the HFPA president, is not accepting the criticism, which is just one of those things that I love. It's like, nope, I don't accept your criticism. I'm sorry. I know. Um,
0: (laughs) It's also like a woman, like not to make this about, but it's like, come on. Yeah. She's like, no, I think enough women have been nominated in the past. We're fine. Yeah.
1: She said that this year's films and TV shows were voted on by a majority of women and those who self-identify as ethnically diverse, representing 62 countries around the world. Um, okay. And I'm not alone in this camp because a lot of people online are like, mm-mm, that's not enough. Um, <laughs> film critic Zoe Rose Bryant recently tweeted, when female directors miss out on major industry awards recognition, the bullshit excuse is usually, there weren't any who were worthy enough in contention, mm-hmm. which is never the case, but especially so this year.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was honestly thinking. Like the argument is probably like, well, they didn't deserve the nomination. Yeah. It's like, mm, okay.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, like, come for me, but Avatar? Like, come <laughs> on. Don't even get me started on Avatar. Yeah. Like, you guys got a lot of nerve. Yeah. Helen. Um, ugh,
0: classic Helen.
1: So the controversy
0: surrounding the Golden Globes does not stop with the diversity and payola accusations. There's mm-hmm. also The whole Brendan Fraser thing. So after years of being out of the spotlight, Brendan's having a huge comeback this Mm -hmm. year. Everyone knows he's starring in Darren Aronofsky's movie The Whale. He's getting a lot of critical acclaim for yeah. his performance. I feel like I haven't heard one bad thing about his performance from anyone. Mm-hmm. Even if there are issues with the movie, people are mm-hmm. like, but Brendan Fraser is very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, And he did receive a nomination for the movie, but he has announced that he has no intention of attending the ceremony In fact, before the nominations even came out, Brendan said he wouldn't attend due to his personal history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association.
1: Yeah, which I had no idea this happened. Like, I feel like it really flew under the radar. didn't either. Turns out hosting a pop culture podcast really (laughs) helps you learn pop culture. It really does. Who knew? (laughs) Um, But back in 2018, Brendan opened up to GQ about an incident at an HFPA luncheon in 2003 with former president Philip Burke. And Brendan says he was stopped by Philip, who then sexually assaulted him Mm. in the crowded room. Brendan said his left hand reaches around, grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint. Mm. And he starts moving it around. Oh, my God. Brendan says that the incident made him feel ill and that he became depressed afterwards, which... It's making me uh, feel ill. I know. Just having to say those words is like, I feel sick in my stomach. Yeah. Um. So after the incident, Brendan's agent requested a formal apology from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and Philip responded with a letter, but he did not admit to any wrongdoing. He did admit to pinching Brendan's butt as a joke. What a good joke. Yeah. Hilarious. Maybe, um, stop that.
0: Yeah. Maybe don't touch other people.
1: <sighs> yeah, there's an idea. Comedy does not need to involve nope. invading people's spaces. Or touching their bodies?
3: Yep. Ugh,
1: God. Yeah, it's gross. Philip's an idiot. Oh, yeah. Brandon claimed that after he came forward, there was backlash against him. He says the HFPA wouldn't allow him to be in the same room as Philip after the incident, and he also felt like his career suffered because he spoke up. Now, of course, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association denies that there was any retaliation on their part against Brendan mm-hmm. and have said his career declined through no fault of ours. Okay. It's just like, settle down, HFBA. You got yeah. a lot of nerve. Yeah. Um, and Brendan actually spoke a little bit more about this last week in an interview with CBS Sunday Morning.
2: It was causing me emotional distress. It was causing me personal distress. There's a system in place that
0: um is about power and i had played by the rules up until that point and i felt like okay now suddenly i've been violated and it has gone too far and i will no longer um abide this i feel like you can just hear mm-hmm. like the yeah. pain in his voice like yeah. reliving this and th- yeah just the whole like. Ugh. Yeah, It's just so classic, too, to be like, well, he's not allowed to be in a room with Philip anymore. It's like, maybe Brendan doesn't want to be in a fucking room with Philip. Do you ever think about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a new interview with GQ last month, Brendan said that he would not participate in this year's Golden Globes. He said, I have more history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association than I have respect for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which I Mm -hmm. love that line. Mm -hmm. Um, He also said, my mother didn't raise a hypocrite. You can call me a lot of things, but not that.
0: Mm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. Mm. So, <laughs> as we've made very clear, the Golden Globes doesn't have a great track record when it comes to diversity. But by appearances, it looks like they're at least maybe trying to be more inclusive, at least hiring mm. people who are more diverse. Mm-hmm. Um. But... Women are once again being shut out from the best director category. So, what do you think? Has anything really changed, or are they just doing this to, you know, save face? I mean,
1: (laughs) of course not. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Um, I it's like I don't know. They've become token hires. You know, they they're like, Mm -hmm. oh look, we hired these people of color. We have these women, and it's like, but when it comes to the actual actions of who is getting these nominations, who is getting this recognition? No. They're like, no, we're not going to go that far. And it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, I mean, we, we just talked about this, but it's like, it's not a matter of less quality or less talent. It's like you are deliberately omitting talented people who are not men. Yeah. Well, it's also the, the pool is smaller, too,
0: because there are so few female directors because it's so hard yeah. to be a female director.
1: Right. Well, we talked about this before, how it's like, you know, a movie that's directed by a, a, a woman, if it bombs, it becomes, oh, women can't lead movies. But if you look at all the movies in the world, <laughs> however many percentage, what, 90 plus percent are directed by men, mm-hmm. nothing but bombed movies. Yeah. And it's like, but that doesn't mean, oh, we can't trust men directors. Right. It's just this terrible double standard.
0: Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Golden Globes to be like, you know what? We heard you. We're going to present Helen with an award
1: (laughs) on stage (laughs) at the Golden Globes. Helen would love that. (laughs) God. Yeah. Helen's all about that shit.
0: (laughs) From Wondery,
1: I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss.
3: I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition.